You're listening to the SoulCast broadcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, where we bring awareness to toxic relationships, encourage singles growth, and improve couples strengthening. We're helping you break the bonds that have broken you and build the bonds that will better you. Join us every week on Facebook Live, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern and 4.30 p.m. Central. You can also send your questions to Instagram at AskTheMartins, as well as Twitter at AskTheMartins. Let's get into this week's episode. beginning or you want me to you know i always mess it up i feel like we don't have to well here's the thing i want people to know listen (laughs) listen we don't have to say everything okay i'll say it hey samerna um we don't have to say everything but we are recording a podcast and as a process of recording the podcast we uh we go on facebook live now what happens is is that facebook live gets the opportunity the unique opportunity to interact with us on the podcast right and so we'll and we answer the questions and we do all these different things and then um for those who are on the podcast and listening to us and they want to get their questions in what you can do is uh contact us on instagram or twitter and our handle is at ask the martins he said handle remember aol used to have handles like baby i don't think they have <laughs> nobody uses the word handle anymore <laughs> it's a handle that's what it is screen name (laughs) at ask the martins instagram and twitter if you want to get your questions in to us and you're on the podcast however if you're on the facebook live you can get your questions in right now yes um as long as it's along the lines of the topic we're going to run through this particular question that we got and we're going to run through it give you our synopsis and then any questions after that um one of the things that is that we do, obviously, we deal with. Hey, Bernard. Bernard Williams, international <laughs> worship leader and worship artist. Amen. Absolutely. One of the things we deal with, we do overwhelmingly deal with toxic toxic situations and toxic relationships. Right. Right. And so we help people with toxic relationships, but we also help people with toxicity within relationships. Yes. What that means is that not all relationships are toxic. They just have toxic places in them. Hey, Damon, how's it going, my man? So um, that's one of the things that we work with. We have, There are plenty of relationships that are growing and that are great relationships, and as a process at the pro as a process of growing getting past that honeymoon stage getting past familiarity right becoming partners becoming one you just run into some of those bumps and bruises um and it is common right it is not something that no just nobody will go listen we go through those bumps and bruises we bump our head a lot so it's not something that is unique to bad relationships right. it's just it's just understanding how to handle toxicity or toxic opportunities when they come up so they don't become toxic. Hey, Chandra. Hey, Yvette. How's everybody going? Just go ahead and just put it in your state and uh, city and state where you're coming from. And uh, we're going to answer this question. So what's this question, babe? Let Let me get back to it. Okay. The question is, so we have somebody, her man, her husband has lost their job. Right. She's consistently trying to help and support but he keeps rejecting her stiff arming her um maybe even sometimes becoming a little hostile with the level of support that she's trying to give so she wants to know what she's doing wrong and how can she better do this and so my wonderful husband came up with 
three common mistakes that we women make when our man is going through a tough time. Hey, right? Tori. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So here's the thing. This is very important because if you're a man, I want you to pull in here. Right. And if you're a woman, I want you to pull in here because the, the most important thing in all of this is understanding where each other is coming from. Yes. Too often, two people who um, are defending their position or their territory are not listening to each other. And right. so we don't get the authenticity or we don't get the sentiment of where they're coming from. Uh -huh. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. And this is very important. And and one of the biggest things is to know your man or know your 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 um, lady, if you will. Yes, ma'am. And, and, and I think before we go into this, it was so funny. I was talking to... Um, like my little sister earlier today right. and she was like okay I'm failing at this I can't wait to hear this show because I'm the kind of person that always got to be doing something and I think in this 21st century of woman and I am every woman uh, it's all in me because we have conquered so much we have overcome so much because we can do any and everything we, I think, get into situations like this and we feel like because I've done it, I know, baby, I can do it too. So let me go ahead and step into this position, which, again, causes us to begin to make these mistakes right. um, because we lean on our strengths to do what we know to do. So we just do. And there's no problem with stepping into that position. It's how it's um, it's how it's presented. Right. All right. There's a lot of women who really, really love their men. So what happens is when we get this question, right? I'm doing everything I can for my man. What am I doing wrong? Right. And so we say, or what more can I do? Or what more can I do? <laughs> and so we say, okay, so how are you supporting him? Mm -hmm. Because that's where the issue is going to be. How are you supporting him? And there's one of three ways that they come back. Uh -huh. the, and, and I'll explain each, each of the three ways, but let me run them down. They're either pushing they're either pulling or they're either breaking. Mm. Okay. They're either pushing, pulling, or breaking. And what pushing means, well, first, first, uh -huh. before we go into what it means, uh, it's very important that we respect and understand where she's coming from. Right. Absolutely. So when she pushes him, she's all she's saying, men, is that I know you can do it. I have an expectation of you and I really, really just want to motivate you. Right. All right. When she's pulling, she's saying, I know you can do it, but you need some help. Right. I'm your partner, aren't I? So let me help you. I can do this too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the sentiments are very strong sentiments of support. Okay. So we know what you mean. And then breaking, breaking is really where she's coming from a place of desperation. The house is unsecured when it comes to jobs or the relationship is unsecured if it's something else. And there's some frustration there and, and there's a need that needs to be met. But right. because she's not seeing anything going on, she's being frustrated. And so she can break him in a sense and come off like that. So that's the, that's where toxicity begins to really bubble yes. up. Yes. Okay. I mean, it bubbles a little bit in the other ones when we have misunderstanding, but right there is where it becomes unhealthy. All right. So now what we want to do is ladies, how is he taking this? Right. We see where you're going, but how is he taking this? Well, the thing is ladies, if you're pushing, he's filling it as a nag. It does not mean that you are a nag. 
Right. But you got to understand, and I'm explain this to you why that why it works this way. But you got to understand that when you tell a man, I'm I'm just want to motivate you. I just want to push you to where you need to be. You're really reminding him where he's not. And every time you push, you keep telling him that he's not there yet. Right. You keep telling him that he hasn't made it yet. Now, I understand that there are things that he needs to do to accomplish that. But if you're trying to motivate him in that way, you're really doing the opposite when you speak to him in those terms. Right. When you're pulling, you're telling him he's not good enough to do it alone. You're really swiping the legs out from under him. We understand the goal is to help him be motivated enough or at. And let me tell you something about pushing. It's not that a man won't at, won't need help, but you have to be patient enough to wait for him to ask for help. Right. You see what I'm saying? Or even if if you directly say, "Is there anything that I can do?" What do you need from me? It gives him the opportunity to tell you and it gives him a choice in the matter. Absolutely. Unsolicited pulling will will it, it, it bothers him. I'll um, I put it this way, ladies. You know, many of you, not all of you, but many of you know that you like when a man takes control. Right. You know that you like well, you like when a man steps up and say, "Hey baby, I got this. You're going through this problem, you're going through this hard time, you need that bill paid, you need this done in the house, what you need, I got it." Mm -hmm. Okay? The problem is is that you can't reverse that onto him. Right. Okay, he's not that kind of person. That's not while that might be sexy to you, that's not sexy to him because he's trying to figure it out. Okay. Right. Okay. Men have to have that authority in their own lives to figure things out. Right. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And we know, listen, it is very hard to see your man down going through a hard time, not being that take charge dude, because let's, let's face it. When a man is going through that, it definitely has a way of weighing down on who he believes he is. And so depression can set in discouragement can set in. What about who you, who you see him at? Does it affect, um, um, attraction. The okay, I, and I just want to because Let this me, is important. This I'm is gonna important. be honest, and ladies, y'all give me some hearts with this if I am telling the truth. Okay, it is not unattractive um, because the first thing is you being vulnerable to us enough to let us know that this is where you are and this is how you feel that is actually attractive to us especially as a wife girlfriend we're gonna touch on that in a little bit later but as a wife that number one is especially um sexy to her when it becomes unattractive mm -hmm. when it becomes self-defeating Mm. when you know i you know right now i feel like i'm here to then every day it becomes a i'ma just stay here because gotcha. because if if it is a situation okay where you don't have a job and you can't get a job baby okay listen a lot of us have fathers and men who came up in a very hands driven generation. So if baby, if you know, IBM is not hiring today, I'm sorry, tomorrow Walmart might be. And so I think when it becomes a place where we see that you're not willing to go out there and do anything for the family, that's when it becomes unattractive. That's when respect begins to be lost in that situation. And so that's where we move from the pushing and pulling to uh -huh. the breaking to the break because it's a frustration where you really need okay i need to see something out of you yep 
Okay, not just out of you, but for the house, there are other people suffering because of your because you're not moving. Exactly. Exactly. That's very important. So here's the dilemma. This is the dilemma here. She's saying if I can't pull, if I can't push and I can't express my frustration or we're going to have some problems. Uh huh. Then what do I do? How do I help him? Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and, and that's the biggest problem. And I'll say it like this. I'll say it um, like this. If you've ever read, um, what is that? The five love languages. Yes. Right. It's along that same premise. It's along that same thesis in a sense that it's not that you can't help him. It's that he can't receive help that way. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you have to understand that the way he receives help is going to be different than the way you would receive help or the way he uh, the way he understands help to be is going to be different in the way you understand help. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to break it down as far from a male, male consciousness point of view, a male character point of view, and then I'll give them the, the answer. Here's where we're at. Understanding why he's like this. Okay. Yes. And... To understand why he's like this, again, like I said, uh, men do not have a corner on the market for pride or ego, okay? Uh, ego being the negative connotation of pride in this way, okay? Mm-hmm. So I want to speak on it in a different way. The focus or the mood of a man is changed by how he sees himself. Mm. Does that make sense? Say it one more time. The mood of a man who he is, how he feels about himself is based upon how he sees himself. Mm-hmm. And if he can't look into the mirror and respect himself and he doesn't like what he sees, he will be angry. He will be depressed. And then in some cases, he may go out to some negative ego building activities in order to puff himself up. Yes. Okay. Which Mm -hmm. is unhealthy and which is the wrong thing to do. Right. So a man, what moves him is how he sees himself. Now, this is very, very important. Okay. So how? Right. How do we help him? Mm -hmm. Okay, ladies. Here we go. I want you to picture this. You have a hill right here. You have a valley right here. And you have another hill right here. On top of this hill is a huge hollow ball. Right. It's heavy, it's hollow, and it's yours. Okay? I want you to get this. This ball is on top of the hill, and that's where you want it because it's yours. Now, it rolls down into the valley, and it is stuck. Right. Okay? Get this. It's stuck right there in the valley. You see that it's stuck. So you have some options in order to get it out of the valley and get it back up the hill or up to the next hill or the next level. All right. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, is that if you get behind the ball and push, it may rock forward, but it may also rock backwards and crush you. Listen, it will push back. It is heavy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you get in front of the ball and try to pull it, then what you risk is hurting yourself trying to carry that weight. You're not you weren't built for that particular weight. OK, 
and you don't want to break the ball because it's yours. It's valuable to you. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Well, the ball is hollow. Okay. So what you do is you begin to fill the ball internally with substance that will carry the ball on its own momentum. Right. You can touch it and tease it back and forth as long as you don't get behind it and really give it a good push. But you allow that momentum and what you fill it with to carry it itself. Does that make sense? Yes. And so what happens is, is it takes time. It takes patience. But what you do is you've poured into the ball something that could carry it either back up on this hill where it was or up onto the next hill to the next level. That's the same issue dealing with the man if you want to help this man young lady with the question or whatnot if you want to help him rather than pushing and risking being crushed rather than pulling and risking hurting yourself carrying that weight and rather than breaking something that you value come on what you want to do is you want to pour substance into him Mm -hmm. you want to pour into him it's not i know you can get there is i know you will get there that's right it's you know you speak to him in his now you tell him he's a superhero now and he'll fly very soon come on do you understand what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so what you want to do is you pour into him who he is right now so that when he looks in the mirror he sees something that is valuable and even if he can't see it you have just touched his vision where he can right that way that way that momentum that momentum tells him i don't want to let her down let me tell you something as a as a husband and as a writer i told i told my wife this the other day i love what i do i love to help people i love the ministry i love to reach out i love to touch people and i love to write sometimes i don't like to write so much but that's you know that's what i do right but a side note to that it's not that linear we are dynamic human beings and another thing i like to do is woo my wife with my writing i like to be bad i like to be good with it i like to bring it to the table because I know it's going to touch many minds. I know it's going to touch many hearts and I know it's going to touch many lives. But as good as it is, if she sees me do that well out there, then I am wooing her and consistently and continuously being connected with her on that level. There's a respect that's maintained. There's an admiration that's maintained. There's a lot of love that's maintained. And that's because I, I just want to do it that way. And then when I don't feel like writing, what she what does she do? What do you do? You tell them what I do because <laughs> like it depends on the day. <laughs> I just, I, right, 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 right. Sometimes she sometimes she sits back and like, all right, let me give him some time because she knows I have rhythms. Yes. But then there are those times that says, "Babe, babe, look, write this for me." Or she'll ask me a question and have it submitted to other uh, platforms or what have you. Right. I think um, the, the biggest, I think my, my goal is always for him is to help him understand that, you know, not even understand, but we have between us daily ideas 
and goals and visions that we cast for ourselves in this ministry and what we're doing daily. But baby, we can't get there if we don't do what God told us to do right now right. and right here. And so baby, we gonna work hard and I listen, I believe in what you're doing. Listen, this is what we gotta do. But in order to get that over there, we gotta start right here. And this is what we gotta do. And so we dream together, we build together, we cast a vision together. We're always talking about where we're gonna go and what, yeah. what we're doing, but it's not from a standpoint of we're not there it's from a standpoint because basically all it is is writer's block but right. but but basically um what she's doing is she's saying you got this yeah and when she tells me i got it well i got it so i handle it right i can't handle something i don't got right i can't handle something that she's taking from me i can't handle something that she's trying to push me to but when she tells me i got it I go to it. And so that's what I'm saying. It's not that he's stiff arming you and pushing you away. It's not that um, he doesn't understand your version of support. He doesn't understand that you love him in that particular way. But what he does understand is if you fill him up with who he is right now. So, baby, I know you lost a job, but look at your resume. You got it going on. Just, you know, it, it's going to come because you worth it. Right. People, right. they weren't paying you what you was worth last time. And I'm right. not saying be disingenuous. I'm not saying be unsincere. Be real sincere, be genuine, and be authentic in your love of him and your trust of him mm -hmm. to help you in the future. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So let me, okay, let me, let me, let me flip this on you because I know at some point we're going to get, okay, I've done all that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still, you know, rejecting and he's still, you know, in that place. Apathy has begun to set in, right? right? Um, what would you tell a man that's in that place? Because, I mean, I, everybody has been there. We just came out of a recession. So we understand Very, there are many men who have been there and uh, cycles happen. There may be men that go through it again. How would you tell him to deal with um, himself and how to handle his wife. Well, I wouldn't tell him to deal with his wife in any particular way. So how to handle how she's trying to I love him. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him to handle her. My bad. Sorry. You know what I meant? <laughs> what I would do is I would first help her understand that if you've been doing it wrong for so long, understand that he's built up a layer of apathy. And yeah. he's built up a layer of rejection. And resistance. And resistance. Then I would tell him all I do in between couples is I translate and mediate. I don't tell nobody what to do. Amen. So, Sorry. See, this is why he got the education <laughs> for that. I do. So what I do for him is say, listen, I understand how that feels, how she came to you, but she didn't understand what you really need. And probably you don't either. You just know that that felt bad like, right now. That ain't it. <laughs> right. Exactly. So the idea is, is understand her sentiment first before you misinterpret what she has to say. Mm-hmm understand her ideal for you before you misinterpret what she's doing because she wouldn't go in to hurt you on purpose she loves you always remember that and if you go from that position right then you'll be able to stop yourself and you'll be able to say okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i was really lashing out at what i felt and not and i'm not lashing out at you directly yes okay and then that would always seek to understand. That's my fit. It's the fifth law of highly successful people. And I've always incorporated in marriage counseling and uh, 
uh, premarital counseling, and I've always incorporated it in how I just talk to people and even right. in my life. Right. Seek to understand and then to be understood. Because there are often times that we have conversations and I will misunderstand her through uh, messenger. Right. And we have to talk and we have messaged for like a a volume of encyclopedias, if they still existed, <laughs> right. we'd a message and we'd have fought a fight um, that was based on a misunderstanding yes. and not remembering who each other was. Not, don't you know who I am, but don't you know that I would never try to hurt you in this yes. way? Do you yes. understand what I'm saying? Yes. So that's what I would say to him and that's what I would say to her. Then I would say to her, you're probably going to want to learn how to interact with him mm -hmm. and then we'll start learning some personality differences and right and how he receives information and that kind of thing right so that's what i would do if uh go ahead no nope, you're gonna say if finish your thought no 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 i was gonna say if it is if it's a different kind where you know she's just fed up right you know my response is well do you love him mm. Because you get you get to points where you fed up. I mean, you get fed up with people. We all do. So the idea is, do you love him? Because because now that you're fed up, you're ready to do a little something a little bit more than just talk to him and support him. You're ready to bat him over the head with some words. Right. So the idea right there is to reattach yourself to that love, move back, take some breaths. Right. And then re uh, then talk to him. And then, but that also helps with the conversation too. If you love him, yes. Why do you love him? Why did you fall in love with him? And speak that. Remember what he was saying. It's the substance that you feel that rock with that begins to get them moving to give them that momentum to get up that hill that they're trying right. to get up. So when we go to you and say, okay, baby, I know that he is getting on your nerves but do you love him i know you are tired but do you love him yes i'm gonna assume the answer is yes okay now tell us why better yet tell him why 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 did you first get to that place with him what got you there and then begin to because sometimes we gotta be reminded who god thinks we are don't wow. think don't wow. think if we gotta be reminded who god believes we are your spouse has to be reminded who his queen who his church believes he is you know and that goes vice versa we've got to continue to remember to speak that life into our husbands into our husbands Mm -hmm. Not somebody that you think God told you was supposed to be your husband, but your husband that you have been married to. Right. And I segue that because one of the things that we've also seen happen, though, is that you have this woman that's going to take all of our advice and everything that we just told her to do yes. and take it to her long term yes. boyfriend. Take it to that boyfriend who <laughs> <laughs> she has been supporting and pushing and pouring into all these years. And because she believes that if she does all these things, that at the end of the road, he is going to appreciate what she's done and then marry her. Well, then that's a different discussion. It's because, a different discussion, different podcast. <laughs> because that's who he is. But that's very important. That's good. No, no, no. I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you not to go. I want to say it's a different discussion because she's saying he's not moving. He's not doing anything. And she's pouring into him, trying to manipulate or move him into action. And he's feeding off of that and not going. Yeah, we, we turn it into we turn it into a rewards based um uh, system 
where right. we begin to think that if we're going to feed into this man in this relationship that he is then going to turn around and appreciate everything we've done to marry us then you get mad when he does not do that right and and the advice and i'm sorry we would not give you the same advice as a bystander slash girlfriend because right now this is actually your opportunity to observe how somebody handles adversity absolutely oh yes come on as a it. girlfriend this is your time to observe that and while you want to help and you want to step in you have to realize baby that's not your job okay absolutely your job is to feed into them absolutely and you can be a supportive girlfriend but at the end of the day anything beyond i believe in you you are beginning to overstep your bounds and you're risking getting your heart broken by someone who may not show you the appreciation that you are looking for at the end of that conversation oh that's good that's good that's good Fumiko asked a question i hope i said your name correctly and you said what if he starts if his starts to drink more as he start is, is is the issue that he's drinking and now he's starting to drink more right and erica says you're right but he will not be right for her or him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's happening when, when people um, drink under stress i mean if if they're already drinking that may or may not be an issue we cannot judge that that you know more than we do but if they begin to indulge under the stress or under the depression of that of that failure, what he's doing is he's self-medicating. Yes. And so what you're finding is, is that he's moving into alcoholism and there you're going to need a different standard of help. Right. There's, there's going to be a different level of help. OK, still love him, still love on him, but he's going eventually he's going to need um, when it comes to alcohol and drugs there's a sensitive area where you want to move into um helping them and and watching them and trying to see if they're going to pull out now if this is years it's a done deal he's an alcoholic but if he if he's just now started um try to monitor that and see if he comes out of that depression i would recommend uh, if it's been if it's been depression driven, I would recommend counseling. Mm -hmm. I would recommend start with the family doctor. Um, sometimes that that can be almost immediate because they have you know a little medication or whatever the case may be, and sometimes that's needed. I'm not a I'm not a I don't like medication, but sometimes that's necessary. Um, and then move from the family doctor to a um, to a clinical counselor. Um, so Michelle said depression made him abandon the marriage and start a new relationship. But since he has income coming in again, he's coming back around. I'm not sure I want to be in the marriage anymore. I've moved on and learning to forgive him. Amen. Amen. And thank God. What? What? Go ahead, babe. Were you going to answer the question? But that's that's a question in there. Like how? <laughs> I think there's a. If oh, I'm is not it a question? I thought I that was a statement. It's a statement, but it's like. Uh, um, Michelle, one of the things that uh, Kenyon talked about early on, and I think it was in the actually in the first video, um, not that it's right, but because depending on how the home was um, and when he was going through that transition, sometimes men go places to make them feel better right with where they are right. again not right 
It's a bad, bad mistake. It's a bad mistake and it's a bad habit that men have to go out and seek something that makes them feel better. Now, here's the thing though. I want you to make sure I want to make sure that you understand this because I don't want this to be misinterpreted. That would not be your fault. Right. Any decision he makes, he makes. He's a grown man. Any decision he makes, he makes. You can help him along um, and you can help his atmosphere as much as, as much as possible. However, if he makes a decision to say that this atmosphere does not make me feel like a man, then his issue is really him. His issue is not what's going on with you. And so he's being hunted down by someone else that he probably doesn't like. After about two years, two and a half years, men like this usually gets tired right and they start to and when they start to bounce back um they find themselves going backwards or going back to you or coming back to you unfortunately and um and it's hard to receive that it's hard to receive it and we we don't uh we don't um blame you we don't blame you and and if you're wrestling with the idea of taking him back um this is the very, very big fl character flaw that you have to address how he handles adversity. It's not even fight. It's just straight up flight. And can you trust him? And can you trust him to be there when the when the um, when the cards are down? Mm hmm. OK, because here's the thing. If you decide and hey, I want. Hey, Michelle, <laughs> I didn't. I saw you. If you decide Mm -hmm. to take him back two things are necessary number three things are necessary number one you must be healed from being from that trust being broken exactly number two he must be he must rebuild his trust with you right and the third thing is that you must watch and monitor to see if he's able to do that um and it's really important. Uh, that's part of discernment. Yes, ma'am. But you also can't give mixed emotions and mixed feelings in that process. If you are unsure about him coming back around, you need to stand your ground in a place that says, listen, I'm over here. And while we work on this and while I observe you, you stay over here until you come to a decision. Don't double dutch and teeter tot your way back and forth in that and, and then give him the idea that you're going to take him back. That causes further damage down the road. He needs to be fully aware and understand that right now you hurt me, you broke a trust, you broke a vow, and you didn't trust me to support you through this. You up and left. So now that that has happened, you need to stay over on your end and not give off the mixed feeling because you're lonely or you want somebody. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't mean that you can't love him. It doesn't right. mean that you don't love him. That's right. And uh, we teach being honest with yourself. You face that. Right. And then you say, but I need to be sure he won't hurt me. Exactly. That's very important. You need to be safe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's very important. Good stuff. Good stuff. I enjoyed this. This was great. Absolutely, absolutely. Any more questions? Any? I, um, thank you. I want. What I definitely want to do is I definitely want to deal with um, men and men and in our, in our emotional vulnerability. I think it's very important. I think it's important that we learn to be vulnerable with our spouses, and we're gonna talk about that later. Right. <laughs>
<laughs> before we get on off on some other tangent. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> is that something that we need to address before we go? I don't know if it's a question or if it's a statement. So well, let's talk uh, about it. Let's do it. Ooh. Oh, that's a long. Okay. So I ended up being the target. My ex was involved in a motorcycle accident. Five years. Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Five years after the fact, we got together. His friends and my father told him he needed to go back to work. When we got together, I worked to provide and he went, and, sorry, I worked to provide and he collected social security. Eventually, he began to complain about the money I made to others. I figured he was unhappy with himself and suggested a different career, suggested different career paths. I just try. I was just trying to help him, but it turned into him making excuses. I kept trying to encourage him, and then he blew up and began to tell me how messed up my thinking is. Needless to say, he kept complaining about the amount of money I made. He told my dad I make more money than him and my father will ever make, um, and told his friend that I make too much money. I can make sixty-five thousand and. Sorry, um, and would he be fine? Or 30, sorry, I'm not sure I understand that question. Eventually divorced because he was mentally and emotionally abusive. Absolutely, and that's what it leads to. That's yeah. when a toxic situation leads to toxicity, and that is not your fault. You right. tried, okay? That's very much not your fault. You tried, but he was, and it wasn't even, you were working and you weren't even trying to uh you were just trying to do what you did that's just what you do and you, you can't be a responsible adult you can't stop being you listen there's a difference between support supporting a person who is broken as a person who needs to you know get back up on his feet or whatever and dealing with someone who is in a depressive state and someone who is broken and someone who needs a little bit more than just that there are i can't say in, in this case, I can't say a character issue. What I can say is that a insecurity developed. Yeah. Insecurity developed in himself, and he wasn't able to look at himself as a man when he made less money. We're going to have that conversation. We've been having that conversation in, here and there, but we're going to have that conversation. We don't the, have it, baby. About the man. So, that's, um, so, again, here, right here, no judgment. We definitely understand when things become toxic and things become dangerous and it's an unhealthy environment for you and or your children. There is an there is not an opportunity, but there may be a um, a it, there may be a need to leave. So, ladies, if you got your man and you're you're married to him, go ahead and support him like we had. Um, See if that see if that makes a difference. Go ahead and pour into him, pour that love into him. And fellas, always remember that she loves you and she doesn't mean to come at you in those particular ways. There are issues that's going on and she may not understand how to give to you. Right. Like you need it. All right. All right. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Holla at you later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's SoulCast broadcast. We hope you enjoyed the program. We invite you to visit us at thesoultiesdetox.com where you can leave your voice recorded question or comment that may be selected for future SoulCast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you can stay up to date with our program. See you next week.